Red Couch Report. Yeah. Okay. Hi, guys. I'm Marie. And I'm Maddie. And here today, we are bringing you the Red Couch Report. Yes. So that's probably why we sound weird. <laughs> probably. Because we're on the Red Couch. Um. Also, thank you to whoever, whatever listener actually understood my uh, Red Couch Report. Oh, yeah. Red Couch Report. Uh-huh, yeah. I can't handle it. From the Creature Report thing. You know, <laughs> the octonauts. I really appreciate it. My mom thought I was literally insane. Well, I mean, that's not that far off, but, you know. I'm just going to cry about that later. (laughs) All right. So if you don't know, the Red Couch Report is the current event that we are bringing you on our normal week off, where we would normally not have an episode, but instead we are doing it on a current event. So you can listen wherever you're listening, or we also have the video posted on our YouTube channel. Yes, so this is a little bit messier than our normal recordings because this is not edited. <laughs> yes, so hopefully... Just for the people that are listening, like with their ears and not right. watching the video, because if you're watching the video, it makes a lot more sense what's going on, I think, than it, just listening. It does, indeed. Okay, so... Our report today actually occurs on August 15 of 2021. So this is another victim of 2021, or victims, I should say. And we've actually been wanting to cover this for a while because we've been following it very, very closely. And I will say that it's crazy. Yeah. But I think that we've gotten as many answers as there will be in this case. I got a theory. You got to start talking because I'm just going to start spilling my theories (laughs) all over the place. All right. So it was a hot day in the Sierra National Forest with highs reaching 109 degrees. So really hot. It's really hot. This is desert. It's very hot, right? Jonathan Garish, his wife, Ellen Chung, and their one-year-old daughter, Aurelia Maiju, along with their Aussie, Oski, went missing. Jonathan is 45. Ellen is 31. Aurelia, their daughter, is one years old. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So eh, health, health, good health ages, not like... Good health ages, very accustomed to hiking. These three have been on many hikes. Okay. So active people? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Gotcha. Now, on the 16th, the family nanny shows up for work and finds the home empty. Oh, God. I couldn't even imagine. Madison's actually a nanny. I'm actually a nanny. If I came, like, if I was supposed to work and I came into the house, because I have keys and everything, so I just let myself in, and to have Mm -hmm. nobody be there, I'd be like, what the actual fuck is going on? Right, and you can't get a hold of anybody either. I'd be so confused. 100%. Now... The couple were frequent hikers, and police found the family car at the Savage Lundy Trailhead parking lot. Okay. But still no sign of the family. And this is near Yosemite National Park. Gotcha. Oh, I want to go to Yosemite so bad. Yeah. And Jonathan actually researches this trail on the 14th, the day before. And he does this on an app called All Trails. And... If you are a hiker at all, you are familiar with this app. I have or used you it. should be. If you're not familiar with this app, you should be familiar. Right. And you can actually like download the maps for it. You can track your 
hike on this app, all sorts of things. I use this trail to find hikes sometimes, but I actually use Gaia to route my hikes. Yeah, it can be kind of unreliable to route through all trails, and but I you can do it. Yeah, and I don't have the paid version of all trails, so I don't use it for gotcha. for downloading. Yeah, it's really nice to find hikes, though, because it gives you elevation. It gives you um, people's uh, trip reports, so mm-hmm. you can see like people will write when the last time they went hiking and what the trail was like, so you know if there's snow or... Down trails, closed roads. It's really helpful when you're going on hikes. Very, very helpful. And it's really helpful to find hikes too because you can go to any area. You can type in an area and it will give you all of the hikes. You can sort them by rating. Um, You can find really good hikes that way. Now, authorities end up finding the family about 1.6 miles from their car near Hits Cove in an area of Devil's Gulch. Okay. They are all dead. The husband, the wife, the baby, and the dog. Now, there is no apparent cause of death. There's no sign of a struggle or trauma to any of the family members or the family pet. Yet, they are all dead. Mm -hmm. Which I just find this absolutely insane. No, that's weird. Super weird. They appear to be on their way back to the car. Which is actually uphill coming back. Because when you start this trail, your first couple miles are all downhill. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like Robe Canyon, which we've hiked before. We actually did a hiking with Hannah at Robe Canyon. And in this uphill section, there is little to no shade. The dad was actually in the seated position with the baby in the pack next to him. And the dog is laying next to them. And it sounds from what I've read that the dog was on a leash at this point, which could explain why the dog stayed with the family in this situation. Because I'm thinking if heat exhaustion is happening, if something bad is happening, the dog might run off and try to find water or try to find help, but it doesn't. What kind of dog is it? It's an Aussie mix of some kind. Yeah, they can be pretty attached to their owners. Yep. The mom is actually found 30 yards from the father and the baby, and she's up a slight incline, maybe trying to get back to the car or get to help is what I'm thinking because something's obviously wrong by this point. Yeah, and maybe the dad is the one that's struggling the most, and that's why he stays back with the baby. Maybe he's having the most trouble at this point. Right. And he stays back with the baby and she's like, I'm going to go get help and then doesn't make it very far. Yeah. Now, teams in hazmat suits comb the area looking for clues because at this point, they have no idea what has killed this family. Why would they bring out hazmat suits and not just assume it was heat exhaustion? Because heat exhaustion would kill all of them at different times, not necessarily at the same time, and the fact that they're all in the general same area makes them concerned about what might have killed them. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Now, the couple are actually transplants from San Francisco. Jonathan is a software engineer, and Ellen is a yoga instructor, and both of them enjoyed hiking. Mm -hmm. They packed snacks, a baby bottle, which had formula in it, and an 85-ounce bladder of water. So they had like one of those backpack bladders. They also had their car keys on them, 
the child carrier, obviously, because the baby's in it, and there was a cell phone found in the father's pocket. However, there is no cell phone reception in this area, which we know is very common. In an outside article, they stated that two people hiking for four hours, which is about the time that the couple was suspected to have been out there based on when they left and based on the route that they had planned. They would need about 16 ounces of water per hour under normal circumstances, which would mean that they would need about 128 ounces of water just for the two adults. So they're already short without factoring in the baby, the dog, or the severe heat. If they plan to hike the entire loop, this is about eight miles. So not looking good. They also had no water filter on them and they had no dog bowl for the dog. Okay. They were wearing tank tops and shorts, but they had no hats. I also believe sunblock was not found on them. The Savage Lundy Trail is an eight mile loop and it has more than 4,000 feet of elevation change. And the first two miles are down and then you kind of come around, there's a river, you come back up, the last two miles are all uphill. Everywhere that I looked, it says eight mile loop, but in all trails, it directs you to an in and out of six miles. And it looks like they've taken down the eight mile loop. Like it doesn't exist on all trails anymore. But if you look at the police photo of the trail, it shows the entire loop, which partly goes along the road, but it shows like the entire eight mile loop. And I'm assuming that this particular loop is the correct one, the one that the police post, but you cannot find it anymore on all trails. Okay. At this point, theories are running rampant in the news. Were they murdered? Was it a murder-suicide? Did they come across some kind of experiment? Elements, lightning, carbon monoxide poisoning, drug overdose, noxious gases from an old gold mine. All of these things are thrown about in the news. And I remember when we first heard about this. Toxic algae. So my first thought was murder-suicide because we have an entire family that is deceased on a trail. It's very strange. Yeah, what if one of them just poisoned the water thing and then they were all drinking out of it yeah either way the entire area is closed down as a precaution gotcha okay the bodies are sent for autopsies but initial reports would give no further information so even in the first autopsy there's no cause of death and heat exhaustion is something that you can tell from an autopsy right no not necessarily okay but you'd be so poisoning's off the table because that would have been well, any common poisoning well, yeah. that they're looking yeah, for you're right. would be there off the table. Yeah, you're right. There are lots of poisons that aren't. Uh, Oski is also sent for a necropsy. Yeah. After this, lightning becomes a big theory, which I'm sounds listening. crazy, right? I'm listening. Yeah. Okay, it sounds, I'm, I'm... it sounds crazy. And when I first heard this, I was like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Until I hear the next theory. But at this point, I'm like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Until I hear the <laughs> next theory. Until the next theory shows itself and then I realize maybe lightning might be smart. <laughs> so odds of being struck by lightning are about 1 in 500,000 for each person. Yeah. Right? That's pretty small odds. 
According to a WSAV article, it is possible for multiple people to die of the same lightning strike. Now, I had not heard this. I know we talked about one case where it was like a shelter and it was struck by lightning and all of the people inside died because they were on like metal beds. And I'm thinking they're out on a trail. There's no metal anywhere, right? Except for maybe in the child carrier. So I'm like that, I don't know. But in June of 2011, a lightning strike killed 19 children at a school and a teacher. Now this was in Uganda and apparently they were all sitting on a dirt floor and there was nowhere for the lightning to ground and they were all killed by the, the same lightning strike. Okay, it, but is it, it might be, I might be wrong, but when you're struck by lightning, I see the crazy patterns that people... Okay, yes. Sometimes there are burn patterns on people's bodies. Other times it just fries their insides and there's no physical trauma, really. How's so, that even... I, I don't know. I, I just... I don't understand how that's possible. So you get struck by like just the absolute most insane amount of electricity possible. And well, you could either you... get your insides fried or you could externally get like bruised Okay, by but it. think about this. If the lightning strikes your body, you're probably going to end up with burn marks. But if the lightning strikes something and it travels into the ground yeah. or yeah, something okay. like that, yeah. okay? Yeah, All right. Also, in 1975, 21 people were killed while huddling together in a hut from a storm. So another strange, lots of people dying from one lightning strike, which is crazy. That's, so okay. how I had never heard about any of this or known that this was possible is crazy. So and you're telling me that sometimes 21 people can die from one lightning strike and other times someone can literally get struck in the face with lightning and survive? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and you have to remember too, here our houses are full of plumbing and metal and things that will make lightning go straight to ground in other countries or out in the open yeah, yeah, yeah. that's not necessarily the case yeah no you're right you're right you're right it's just it seems however oh, oh god it seems insane insane me. however there were no signs of lightning trauma to any of their bodies either okay so what about was there any lightning in the area around that time i actually don't know Okay, that was something that authorities started looking into. Okay. Now, in September, the San Francisco Chronicle reported that officials were suggesting the dangerous toxins from algae bloom theory. And this is probably the one that you heard. Yeah. Okay. So this was about the time that I was like, cover up. It's a cover up. Like there's no way toxic algae killed these people. I was losing my fucking mind. And I know that I was not alone in that. No, no. People were so confused all over the internet about this one when the toxic algae came out because that's when I re- that's when I heard about it. Yeah. Well, and I will say that they did find mold in the Mercedes River along the trail from these algae blooms. So they do know that there are toxins nearby. Well, they, it's like the, the algae bloom that happened in the Snohomish River mm-hmm. not that long ago where... Yeah. They were like, don't let your dogs drink in the water. Don't drink right. the water. You probably shouldn't even swim in the water because it was like killing people's dogs and pets. Now, this episode, this episode, this article also reported multiple incidents over the years where animals had died from exactly this. Yeah. Including 356 elephants who died in Botswana from drinking out of a watering hole that contained the algae bloom. 
Elephants are already dying. They don't need that. Well, not only that, but elephants also take in a lot of water at one time. So that, I mean, I don't know. Although there are no reports Did you know that there's humans, a population of elephants in the world that are sterilizing themselves right now on accident? No. Although there are no reports of humans dying from these poisonous blooms. Okay. But initially, this is what this is what authorities have to work with. Um, I would assume that it probably has to do with the same reason why, like, rhododendrons are really um, toxic to dogs and, like, goats and stuff. Because dogs and goats will ingest so much of it that it'll Large be poisonous. But it's not poisonous to, like, humans or children because we can't. We can't consume that much water at one time. Well, and the thought was maybe the dog drank a bunch of water. Maybe they cooled off in the water and then they were all contaminated by it, I guess. Now, there was a minute amount of water left in the bladder, like just a tiny bit of water left in there. Basically, it's empty, but there's a little bit of water. And when they tested it, it contained no toxin. So they know that the family did not fill up their bladder because remember, they don't have a water filter with them. But we know now that they did not fill that up at the river because it has none of the toxins that the river has in it. Do you know how many miles until the river? Uh, The river's down near like the middle or something like that of the hike. Okay, so probably like four. Probably like four miles, yeah. Four miles. Yep. Wondering, did they even make it to the river? We don't know. I mean, we don't know for sure how far they made it. We just know that they were on their way back when they died. Now, regardless of not knowing the cause of death, authorities assured the public... That they were safe. Okay. Hey, guys. Thanks. Hey, guys, everything's fine. You're safe. We have no idea what killed this entire family, but everybody's fine. Oh, God. Which I'm sorry. That's just asinine. The sheriff's office did confirm after the autopsy, though, that the family was not killed by a gun, any type of weapon, a lightning strike, suicide, or chemical hazards along the trail including carbon monoxide, carbon dioxide, cyanide exposure, illegal drugs, or alcohol, and that all other causes of death remained possible. I'm not sure what's really left there, honestly. Um, so, also, how can they um, say suicide is not an option? Like, what if they used, what if they used, like, something that they, it's really hard to, like, detect? test for and yeah. detect and yeah. find? Like, how could they completely draw that out when they don't know? Because a lot of there's a lot of things that you actually have to specifically look for to find. Yeah, I don't know. Despite the sleepy vibe, Mariposa and the Hits Cove Trail do have a dark side. And this was according to an article in the Chronicle. And they said that locals call this area the Mariposa Bermuda Triangle. Three years ago, when the Ferguson fire swept through the valley, burning more than 96,000 acres, a firefighter rolled his bulldozer down a ravine along the Hits Cove Road stretch of the trail and died. The north side of the trail empties onto the Highway 140 and the Yosemite Center Lodge, a notorious landmark in 1999, serial killer Carrie Stainer was working as a handyman at a hotel when he murdered 42-year-old Carol Sund and her daughter, 15-year-old Julie Sund, Julie's friend. Yeah. We did this case. Yeah. And Julie's friend, 16-year-old exchange student, 
Sylvia oh, Peloso. Yeah, we talked about this area. This area is totally cursed. Yes. This area is not okay. So we covered that in our Yosemite case, Yosemite murders or something like that. And basically, this is a dark place or a dark area. Lots oh, of death. yeah. If Lots you haven't gone and listened to that, I don't know what episode it even is, but it's a good one. It's that one's... But I thought it was interesting that it connected, this connects to one of our other cases. Now, I'm going to play the press conference for you guys, the final one about this family. Splice here. Um, thank you all for coming today. Um, today is gonna be our final update on the Garish Chung case. This is a tragic incident tragic situation and has been a very unique case to investigate from the onset. As of Friday, October 15th, we have determined the official cause of death and our pathologist has complete, completed his report based on the autopsy, our investigation, and a multitude of toxicology results. The cause of death for Jonathan Garish, Ellen Chung, Aurelia Miju Chung Garish has been determined as hyperthermia and probable dehydration due to the environmental exposure. Oski, the dog's cause of death, is, remains undetermined, and based on the condition of Oski's remains and evidence the investigators recovered on scene, uh, we believe Oski was also possibly suffering from heat-related issues. Oski is a, or Oski was an eight-year-old Aussie Akita mix. Heat-related deaths are extremely difficult to investigate, and I want to thank you all for being patient with us. Okay, so basically they are confirming that this family died of extreme hypothermia. This kind of heat stroke can occur when your body is unable to regulate its temperature by sweating and without action, the brain and other organs can swell leading to death. And this can start to occur around 104 degrees. And we know that it was hotter than that that day. 109. Uh, yep, that was the high, it was 109. Now at 8 a.m., when the family is thought to have left for their hike, it was only 75 degrees. Gotcha. The first two miles are downhill, so it probably seemed pretty easy, right? But by the time they would have finished the easy portion of the trail, it would already be 15 degrees hotter. Yeah. That's how quick it warms up there. Now, also, in 2018, the Ferguson Forest Fire took out much of the shade on this hike, and that might not be identified in all trails as an issue. Yeah. So... If you're looking at pictures that have been posted of this trail, you might not see recent pictures. Oh, yeah. Well, as much as I love our, all trails, for sure, it's great. You know, what else am I going to use? But I have gone on a couple very misleading hikes via all trails. Same. Because I've ended up at the wrong trailhead, too, sometimes, which yes. is why I don't use them for direction. I ended up yeah. on the wrong trailhead, and then our hike just... We, like, downloaded the map. We got there. We hiked the whole thing. We got to the top, and there was absolutely nothing there. It just ended in the middle of the woods. Yeah. So I was, like, sick. Yeah. So the mystery is considered solved. 
This family died of extreme hypothermia from the heat. All of them. Around the same time. Well, we don't know if the baby and the dog died right away. Well, I'm thinking, based on what we know, the dog with its coat and the baby being so small would have been the first two to die. Yeah, so I wonder if the husband stayed back with the bodies. Well, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking... They were hiking along. The baby probably sadly died first while they were trying to get back to their car because they've already turned around and they're already heading back, but it's too late. Yeah. The dog dies. The dad sits down. The mom continues to try to get to the car for help, but doesn't make it. Yeah, and if the dog survived longer, maybe the dog was the dog just stayed there with the husband and died maybe. like Could have, yeah. I, but they did send his phone to be analyzed to see if they tried to call for help, but those results have not been released to the public. So maybe they did. So they could have. But yeah. Because, I mean, it sounds crazy, whole family dying from uh, heat exhaustion or extreme hypothermia, whatever they want. But you guys, if you have never hiked in the desert, it is treacherous. And also, heat exhaustion sneaks up on you. That stuff sneaks up on mm -hmm. you. You don't know what's happening until it's too late. It's exactly like regular hypothermia. Hypothermia, like heat stuff, yeah. coldness, hot, like mm -hmm. temperature-wise, that well, stuff, you don't know. And we know that they did not have enough water from the beginning. They don't even have enough water to sustain one person in that heat. Right. So we know that they were doomed probably from the beginning. And they yeah. just didn't know it until it was too late. And I mean, if you think about it, it sounds like a lot. A fam, um, two people, their baby, and their dog all dying. But then you take into account the baby probably died, like you said, very early on. Yeah. Dad probably gave up, probably couldn't push past it, probably sat Can there. Can you imagine how frustrated and distraught you would be trying to get back to your car but unable to get there unable to get to refuge unable to get to help unable to get to anything you are just struggling with every step that you take to try to get back and you can't yeah you just it's one of those things we talk about how dangerous it dangerous it is all the time I mean mm -hmm. People, you just don't know what's happening until yeah, you're so literally dead. If you're going to go out there, if you're going to go hike, especially in the heat or in the cold, because a lot of people are dying right now because of the cold too, where we live. Yeah. Like know what you need, know the conditions, know worst case scenario and plan far ahead of that. And just go buy a water filter. And a GPS. Get a GPS. Make Get sure you have enough that you water. Can call for help. Water. Make sure you're equipped for the temperature. Make sure you have enough water, and make sure you don't get lost. Like literally, yeah. Those three things can kill you so quickly. Not having enough water, not having the right gear for you, the temperature that you're in. Yep. 100%. And getting lost. All three of those things, instant death, basically. Yeah. So please, 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 if you're going to go out there, if you're going to take your children out there, if you are going to risk your life, spend the extra money, get the Garmin that you can call for help on because that could have saved them. When they realized they were first in trouble, they could have found a cave. There are caves nearby. They could have found a cave. They could have found shelter. Instead of like panicking and trying to get back to the car, yeah. they could have bunkered down if they could have called for help. But they were probably thinking if we wait, we're if dead. we try to wait it out, we're dead no matter what. Mm -hmm. Which they, they would have uh, been right. Yeah. So, so traumatic. So 
this was the story of the family. I like how the toxic algae is what blew up, and that's what. Yeah, that like, was the big lightning. Thing. Toxic algae. What could it be? Well, and there were people all over social media that were like, "This is a cover up. This is bullshit." This family did not die from toxic algae, like on and on and on. Super, super traumatizing. If anything, maybe we can take away a little more safety precautions on this in order to make the rest of us what if the a little safer. Couldn't carry the dog and the baby anymore? No, I'm sure he couldn't. What if he was carrying them both for so long and that's why know, he dude. sat down? I literally, I can't even think about it. I can't even think about putting myself in those parents' shoes and how distraught I would be. But yeah, let us know if you guys think it's a cover-up or if you think it's something else because I know there's a lot of opinions out there about this particular case. But you that have- is the official that is the official cause of death. That is the official story. Never even heard ex- of extreme hypoth- hy- hypothermia. I thought that uh-huh. meant being cold. No, no, it can be either direction, hot or cold. Well, that's news to me. Yeah. So let us know what you guys think. And please, for the love of God, tell somebody where you're going. And take extra gear, take extra water, take a water filter, take a GPS. And also, like, it you doesn't don't matter your how case. much hiking you do, how experienced you are. It literally doesn't matter. Like, when we were in the desert, when we were hiking in the desert, we got lost. Yeah. And we had our fucking GPS and we still got lost out there. Yeah. It can happen really quick. It can happen really easy. So No, we thought we were on the trail. We thought we were just going along. And then all of a sudden the trail just ended. And we're like, where the where are we? We are way off the trail, yeah. And we were like a mile off the trail. And without our GPS, finding our way back would have been very difficult. I just I just saw a TikTok of this girl that was, uh, she got lost out in the desert somewhere. God. And like the TikTok's going on as it's getting dark and she's like, I, I can't find the trail. I don't know what's happening. Dude, conserve your phone. Get off of TikTok. She, she, anyway. she survived. She survived. Yeah, she's fine. Naturally. She was alive. But naturally. Anyway, I mean, she posted the TikToks. Of course she did. All right. Anyway, thanks, you guys, for tuning in for this. And uh, we will be back with our regular episodes coming up soon. So, yeah. Thanks, you guys. And we will talk to you later. Mm